Hey everyone, I'm Nick. This is What A Week for the Vanguard Podcast Network. It's Wednesday. My AC broke, so it's unbearably hot in this house. Uh, let's get in the news. The Steel Bridge is closed through nearly the rest of August for what TriMet is calling the largest max improvement project in history. Uh, TriMet Steel Bridge Max Improvements Project will replace and upgrade nearly 9,000 feet of rail, signal equipment, switches, and switching machines on the 108-year-old bridge. Crews will be working 24 hours a day to make upgrades to improve service. Quote, Ultimately, the goal is to improve the resiliency of the system, the reliability of the system, and to decrease the likelihood of delays and disruption in the future, said Tyler Graff, a public information officer. Disruptions like this are always an inconvenience, they said, whether they're planned or not. So we just appreciate people's patience during this time. It allows us to do this really important work and come back with an even better MAC system in the future. The steel bridge is closed to cars, buses, and MAX trains from August 2nd through August 29th, causing major disruptions to TriMet service through most of the month. Dr. Jennifer Vines, the Multnomah County Health Officer, said that while the decision rests with the Multnomah County Chair, she's not seeking a second stay-at-home order to reduce community spread of the virus and increase the likelihood schools can reopen for in-person classes. Quote, I don't foresee a Multnomah County stay-at-home order in the near future, she said. I think we have other things that we're working with the state on and that we would like to try. Vines doesn't think that bars or restaurants which have reopened with distancing requirements have been a major source of COVID-19 transmission in the county. Quote, so far it doesn't seem to be the businesses that have reopened that are really driving spread, she said. Where we're really definitely seeing spread is in people's social gatherings. Coronavirus in Oregon, the positive test rate climbed to 6.1%, the highest in four months. The state health authority on Monday reported 272 new cases, two more deaths, and the highest percentage of weekly positive tests since the earliest days of the pandemic. Confirmed or presumed coronavirus infections have largely plateaued over the past three weeks, hovering around all-time highs, averaging 300-plus cases a day. Deaths over the past week are also at record levels, with at least 25 people dying each week. Progress is slow on the coronavirus relief bill in Congress as negotiations continue. Uh, multiple obstacles still remain, including an impasse so far and extending a $600 per week pandemic jobless benefit, funding for the Postal Service, aid to renters facing eviction. Democratic negotiators talked about progress at almost the very moment that top Senate Republican Mitch McConnell was slamming them for taking a hard line. Uh, there's not too much hope on the horizon, but Pelosi did tell her Democratic colleagues that she's hopeful a deal could be reached this week. She doesn't know if it's possible. Uh, Democratic aide, who was granted anonymity, relayed the conversation. Treasury Secretary Stephen Mnuchin, who is a lead negotiator for the White House, said afterward that, quote, we continue to make a little bit of progress and that the administration is not insistent on a small bore approach centered on expanding the supplemental unemployment benefit and leaving other items for later. A GOP bill to advance a slimmed-down relief package has been a recent point of conflict with Democrats insisting there must be a comprehensive deal. And in international news this week, the head of the WHO said there is no silver bullet for a coronavirus vaccine. He said, quote, there's no silver bullet at the moment and there might never be. And he encouraged people to continue social distancing, hand washing, mask wearing, saying, quote, do it all. 
Uh, globally, more than 18 million COVID-19 infections have been recorded. The death toll, according to Johns Hopkins University, stands at 689,000 deaths worldwide. In other news, the Australian city of Melbourne is shutting down shops, factories, and other non-essential businesses as they fight their second wave of coronavirus. A nighttime curfew has been imposed on the city's residents as part of measures to try to curb the spread of the disease. At least 41 passengers and crew on a Norwegian cruise ship have tested positive for COVID-19. And the number of deaths from coronavirus in Iran is nearly three times higher than Iran's government claims. A BBC Persian service investigation has found... The government's own records appear to show that almost 42,000 people died with COVID-19 symptoms up to 20th of July, compared to 14,405 reported by its health ministry. That's all the news this week. This has been What a Week. Stay cool, everybody. <laughs>